Hey, everybody, welcome back to the SCB Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. Uh, we are thrilled to be part of the Pigskin Podcast Network, and we are back with you uh, following the Steelers week 18 win. Sounds weird to say. Week 18 win over the hated Baltimore Ravens, uh, 26-14 in Baltimore. Um, yeah, and uh, that was only the beginning of a very uh, long, long, interesting, fun day and evening and night and maybe even early morning, depending on where you were, um, that saw the Steelers finally get into the postseason. And we'll talk about all kinds of that stuff uh, this hour. And uh, joining me are Ian and Ben. And uh, just real quick, Miss Ellie is under the weather tonight. She sent uh, sent us a note about lunchtime today. She's just not feeling it. So uh, I, I'm sure being the Brit that she is, she's probably having tea spiked with, with some sort of uh, bourbon or something. Or Irish she drinks is gin. Is she a gin person? Is that what yeah, it was? That's yeah, that's all she seems to drink. Like well, some ever. British thing, yeah. Tea and gin. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe she drinks Zima or something with it. I don't oh, know. Or those Trulies or I don't know. Yeah. Maybe anyway, she likes the mango icy light that you're so fond of. Well, I'll send her some mangoes. Uh, we are very pleased to have uh, Mr. Ryan Scarpino joining us tonight. He uh, has joined the show several times before. He is the former uh, Steelers PR man who has all of the insights and all of the opinions. He says they're negative. We don't care. Uh, <laughs> we are just here for the fun. Uh, Ryan, how are you tonight? Uh, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Uh, always a pleasure. It's an honor to be on this. I appreciate well, it very I, much. Always, always a good time. What honor. Shut up. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if there's any honor involved in this program, uh, but but we appreciate that. Uh, holy cow, guys. The, the Steelers a couple weeks ago were dead in the water. Didn't look like they had any chance. They uh, get that emotional Monday night win over Cleveland, and then they know they've got to go to Baltimore to win to even start the process. And uh, lo and behold, the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, knock off the Colts. Wow. Um, 16 point dogs. I just, I, 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 I was stunned. I, I thought maybe, okay, they'll win on a field goal, but they, I mean, they just had their way with, with uh, the Colts. Yeah. Uh, Carson Wentz, man, I, I don't know. He hasn't been ridden out of that town yet. Um, but <laughs> the, the uh, Steelers, the Steelers you know. got to this point because two teams that should have just run the ball and never let their quarterback touch it, the Browns against us yes. and the Colts against yes. the Jags, let their quarterback handle the ball. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, yes. I, I, Ryan's up there, not his head. Yep, yep. you're absolutely right. It's the, what, what did Jonathan Taylor got 12 touches, I think, or 12 uh, carries at the very least. They, I think. they I, you know, got behind, they and decided they were going to throw it, and then they got further behind, and then they had to throw it. It was yeah. a disaster. It I was. mean. <laughs> Worst possible scenario for them, and and it, I I'll have to say the Ravens did a tremendous job of of highlighting the Colts Jaguars <laughs> game throughout. Every time they CBS took a wide pan of yeah. M and T Stadium, you could see up on the big board they were showing the Colts and the Jags, and yep. uh, you know it was of course the Head Ravens games. needed yeah the Ravens needed that to happen too for Friggin them to Harbaugh's. have any sniff, but it, well. By the way, did Harbaugh shake Tomlin's hand at the end of the game? Ooh. Somebody told me he, uh, he didn't even go to midfield. He turned and walked down, kind of like how the Steelers have that that little stairway down behind the stand. Behind I don't know. I, I didn't notice one way or the I, other. I'm guessing he must have because yeah. it would have been a bigger stink. In yeah, the it would have been a story. Right. Harbaugh's an ass. and I mean, well, people would have taken note. Right, right. The whole Harbaugh right. family's a bunch of asses. So, I mean. You're, you're, you're not going to get an argument from me. They just would have been like, yeah, yeah, that's another example of a Harbaugh being an ass. Oh, man. You, you aren't kidding. Uh, Ryan, did you stay up and watch the Raiders Chargers? Yeah. You uh, did. Okay. I, 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 just like to, I just like to add one more point about not running the ball. Uh, first play of the fourth quarter, the Ravens are at the Steelers' 12, and they throw it, and Cam Sutton gets that interception. And I Great firmly point. believe – 
that if they just run the ball, yep, they score a touchdown, a game's yep. over. Yep. And I agree. That's, that segues into if Harbaugh didn't try to go for two twice, the Ravens likely have maybe two wins, maybe another win. Yeah. And they're not even in that position. And the Steelers might not have been playing for anything. Anyway, right. hindsight's yeah. always 20 It's fantastic. It's fantastic. It Harbaugh's is, a great point. Because yeah. I love watching a Harbaugh lose. It's fantastic. <laughs> I'm, I'm being serious. That that because he screwed up, great coach that, that John Harbaugh is. And I think he's pretty good. He really is. He's a very but good coach. He is. He is. Uh, but I, I don't think he's as good as a lot of Steelers fans make him out to be. Um, and he's human, just like everybody else. Sometimes he makes mistakes. And I, you know, I respect the hell out of the fact that he went for two a couple of times and was like, mm-hmm. we're gonna win this game. We're going to go for it now. We're going to win. And he found out that his team maybe didn't have the character to do that. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. Sometimes it takes and, more than the big balls the coach has. You know, yeah. And if you look, have to execute. If you look back on December 1st, like right before we played the Ravens the first time, mm-hmm. the Ravens were 8-3, and three and we were 5-5-1. Five, five and one. Right. And then Harbaugh goes for two, and we beat them. And they don't win again. They finished the year eight and nine. They lost their last six games, and we somehow jumped them and make the playoffs. I mean, it's it's shades of the Steelers in '98 when they lost yeah. that coin toss game. Yes. Yeah, yes. remember? <laughs> yeah. I remember it. There. Seven oh, and yeah. four, and then went seven and nine, and out yeah. of the playoffs. God, yeah. it was yeah. awful. Yeah. Um, well, getting back to that. Yeah, debacle. go ahead, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's a coward word. Um, no. Um, you know, the, the Raiders are up 15 and I'm getting ready to go to bed. And I'm like, you know what? Something's fishy here. Cause Collinsworth yeah. just, cause Collinsworth just kept, I'm sure there should, there should that's not a good impression, but like, <laughs> yeah, like, like it was just constant. It was just constant. Well, Al, I'm sure there's nervous people in Pittsburgh, 15 points. That's a touchdown, two point conversion and another touch. And I'm like, and then it's just like, then it's the call, like the some of the calls that were yeah. being made, and I'm just like, uh-huh. they are going to tie this game, no doubt in my mind. Uh-huh. And then I thought it would like, and then I thought like, okay, they're just going to go to overtime, mm-hmm. and then it'll be like somebody makes a field goal, somebody has a defensive stop, and then like part of me is just thinking like, I don't ever want to say that the game is rigged or scripted oh, or any well, or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. But I'm sorry, the old. I'm surprised Vince McMahon didn't come out of nowhere. You know, <laughs> low blow to the referee, and the, and the lights go out in Vegas Stadium, and the Undertaker comes out. Like it was like it was so, like and again, Collinsworth just kept saying like, oh, you know, here there. Remember about a tie, about a tie, and like fine. And then and then and then another coach that out out thinks himself. Why the hell did Brandon Staley call a timeout? I firmly firmly believe that Uh, the Raiders were going to run a play, and they were. They were going to run a play, Mm -hmm. but the Chargers switched personnel, and Jacobs got I don't know ten or fifteen or whatever. But like, (laughs) what are you doing? Like, if the Steelers were in that same position. And Mike Tomlin called a timeout like Brandon Staley did. I mean, it would been it would be pandemonium. Yeah. yeah. But I think Mike Tomlin would have enough sense to be like, you know what? We're in no matter what. I think we're okay here. And Brandon Staley's like a timeout. It was. <laughs> and and don't forget, he went for it on fourth down at his own 18-yard line, too. I mean, these supposedly super smart coaches that are just was like insane outthinking themselves. Well, have analytics gotten into the game too much? In in that, yes. I I mean, I I just, you know, Harbaugh likes analytics a little bit. I don't know that he's gung-ho like some of these younger guys. But, you know, they said Staley's a a real big analytics guy. Yeah. Um, And and I I just – I tend to side with with those that talk about the fact that you've got to also consider – the conditions of the game, you know, like Baltimore, for example, it was, it was raining. The rain picked up late in the game. Right. Um, You you look at, uh, you know, you got to look at the health of players, the momentum, things that analytics doesn't look at that kind of stuff, you know? So that's, that's where it loses me. I get it. I know there's a place for it. um, But I, I, Staley just, I think. Even if the situation is perfect from an analytical standpoint. Yeah. And it's not because you're on your own 18. You don't go for it on fourth down, 
even on fourth and one in your own 18, you no. punt. Yeah. You punt the ball. And you, you that, count on your defense, yeah. right? Yeah. If if the sheet says go for it in that position, burn that sheet. <laughs> right. Whoever, and whoever gave you that sheet needs to be fired because yeah. that is it that is insane. We're not talking at your own 48 here. You're talking right. your own 18. And right. luckily, luckily they held him to three. Because that, I mean, that's the other yeah. thing, too. That yeah. game's over if they score a touchdown there. Well, Ian, what yeah. you remember these things far better than, than I do. Where were the Well, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> we're getting where, there. Where were the Patriots when they were playing the Colts? The Colts, and, and Belichick yeah. They were, went for it, and they didn't They were, get like, it. on the 20 or so. It was it was right around the 20-yard yeah. line also. And, and his, his logic was just simply that I don't want to give the ball back to Peyton Manning. Right. If I, remember I, correctly. I think I think right. his, and, uh, I, I think his logic, if I remember, was actually I don't think we can stop Peyton Manning. So yeah. whether we punt it to him or he gets it on the 20, he's going to score a touchdown. And I want to get the ball back sooner. Yeah, I think was yeah, his logic. So if we miss it and he scores a touchdown anyways, then we'll get it back sooner and have a chance to drive i, I yeah. think was kind of yeah. his his logic in that one if i remember that correctly yeah it was something very similar to that along those lines yeah um as far as the officiating the one call that steeler nation is still talking about quite a bit and, and ben i know you you've, you've you're kind of over it i don't know that some people are but i mean um it sucks tj but... watt it looked like he had the, the the tie earlier in the game um, on what eventually became noted known as an aborted play. Yeah. Uh, your thoughts on that, Ben? Well, it's it, you pointed this out during the game. It, it's just like when a quarterback um, rolls up in the fetal position and gives up a sack so that his friend can get the sack record. Uh, you know, that wasn't an aborted play. You, you don't blow the whistle there when right. the guy's laying on the ground. Right. Um, you know, yeah, I get it. They saw a quarterback fumbling for the ball. They saw him recover it. They blew the whistle. Dead play. As far mm-hmm. as they're concerned, that's it. Then TJ came in after Huntley got up, tackled him, took him down. Huntley's playing through the whistle, as your coach to do on yeah. any play where there's a potential turnover. Um, It sucks, but it is what it is, man. I mean, I, they're not going to go back and change it. I knew when the Steelers no. decided they were going to appeal it that they weren't going to change it. So... You know, yeah. TJ's a young guy. He'll have another run at it. Um, maybe he'll actually play 16 games next year. And yeah, he, he could have put it. Maybe he'll play 17, but I, yeah. I'd like to see him break the record in 16. Because then, I mean, this year he did it in 15. Right. Then it shuts people up. You know, and, yeah. a, and he didn't play significant stretches during those 15 games. Uh, yeah, people forget he didn't play a whole lot against the Chiefs the first time we played him either. But nope. we'll, uh, we'll we'll tackle that when we get to yep. it. Uh, Ian, what was your your thoughts on that? Yeah, whole I, I think debacle? the the difficulty too is when you have these running quarterbacks. Is where do you draw the line between what's a sack and what's a tackle for loss? I remember mm-hmm. when we played in Arizona a few years ago. And I looked at the stat sheet. I was like, wow, I thought we sacked Kyler Murray so many times. But, like, some of them got logged as tackles for losses because, you know, it, he tucked the, it. the official scorer yeah. made a determination. And, and that was what I saw with the replay with Huntley was, you know, he picked up the ball off the ground and tucked it and started to run. Um, he didn't, like – you know, cock it back like he was going to mm-hmm. throw it. So, you know, you can make the case it was a fumbled snap and he was a runner and it was a tackle for loss, which I think is what it got ruled eventually anyways. So, you know, I think I think that's the difficulty is, you know, where do you draw the line between when they're a runner and when they're a passer and a sack versus a tackle for loss? Ryan, did you did you guys ever have, when you were there uh, with the team, did you guys ever have a situation where, where – you know, players were like, hey, I think this happened. Should we call the league office? I mean, how, how does something like that work uh, in, inside there? Yeah, I mean, there were definitely some times where a player I, yeah. would request a player would request I'm like you weren't even near the play. Come on. But um, <laughs> you no, know, um, you know, we would either reach out to Elias on our own, but uh, you okay. know, it kind of depended. It kind of depended on the their circumstance. I, I'm sure that I'm sure that um, members that rank higher than the PR staff probably phoned a friend or two in this case but you know to to you know 
I've been I've been in a press box numerous numerous times, countless times, and you know I don't want to say like I understand that it was in Baltimore and Steelers yeah. fans thinks like the Ravens fans um, or, you know, or homers or whatever. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I, to be fair, I, you know, even if you look at like the NFL GSIS manual, whatever, for what it's worth, it says it's, it talks about one, like when, you know, it's a passing down, right. I don't necessarily know if it was a passing down. So if the snap was aborted, then right. It's whatever. And that's the, yeah. and I and I do believe that they ruled it correctly. I know people mm-hmm. won't yeah. like that. But then I also think the week before TJ Watt got four sacks and I think that he shouldn't have been credited with credited with one. I think it should have been called a team sack. It's one where Mayfield gave himself up and it looked like Montrevious. By the way, he's a really good pickup. He gets he gets yeah, off right? quickly. Yeah, um, Man, that's a quick. real. Yeah. Anyway, but, practice you know, squad. He's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I love it. So Montrevious Adams, uh, I think it should have actually probably gone to him or been a team sack. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I, I know what so, you're talking so about. Yeah. Bottom line, bottom line is, you know, there is no <laughs> conspiracy against the Steelers <laughs> or anything like that. I mean, 22 and a half sacks. Oh, come on, Ryan. No, is come on. Good. <laughs> the like, NFL hates the Steelers. That's why like, they uh, had so little success for the past two exactly, decades. And 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 speaking of TJ, I, and this has annoyed me all year. He's one of the best defensive players in football. I don't care if he gets defensive player of the year or not. I don't need that award to tell me that he's amazing and I would want him on my team. Thank you for listening. This has been Ryan's the, TED talk. I uh, agree, the, and, but the, I, I, I think he does deserve it this year. I think he is. I do. Agreed. I Fine. Do. Agreed. But that's just my take. Is, and and I, I agree yeah. with you. It, it's not going to diminish his performance if he doesn't win it. It didn't diminish it last year or the mm-hmm. year before. Mm hmm. Yeah, Ian, go ahead. Yeah, since you guys like hearing me bitch about the refs. Oh, here we go. Um, yeah. <laughs> Talk but to me. TJ actually would have had the record if they didn't throw that horseshit flag on Cam Hayward because TJ and Cam both got half a sack That's on right. that play. I forgot and about they, that. They, uh, they docked. They, they, it became a no play because there was a, a whatever they called stupid personal foul for they called touching Cam the quarterback for, too difficultly yep. on Cam Hayward called, or something. Uh, shot to the head. Yeah. Yep. But uh, and then what TJ they, got the sack on they, the next play that set the they record. They ruled it unnecessary, unnecessary roughness. But yeah, yeah. What, what did they see? I, I I remember watching the play going. I, I don't know. TJ had his legs and Cam hit him up high, and they were just like, "Oh, that's a flag." It looked like he hit him too hard. I don't know. It, um, it, when I saw it live, high. when I saw it live, I thought Cam got up underneath his helmet, underneath uh, uh, under his chin. Yeah, under his chin. And, and but then when I went back and saw the replay, I'm like, wait a minute, he got his shoulder there, not his helmet. Yeah, but, but it's they're making those you know, calls real time. I, yeah, absolutely. And I and I'm not saying it's a bad call per se. I'm just you know because that's what I try to go on is is when I see it at the same speed that they see it, and that's what I try to do my best with. Um, yeah. Hey, quick reminder, we are uh, presented by Deck Roofing of South Florida. Uh, Deck serves Broward in the Southern Palm Beach counties, whether it's commercial, industrial, residential, multifamily, or condos, contact Deck Roofing today by visiting deckroofing.com. I uh, need to talk to John Deck. He, uh, uh, he's bumming. He's, the, the Dolphins had a great run there, but uh, ran out of gas at the uh, end. They got beat by, what, Tennessee two weeks ago, so... That knocked them out, but uh, nevertheless, a lot of stuff going on down there. Um, okay, so um, Ben, uh, Ryan, what what were your thoughts? Because we haven't talked to you since then. What were your thoughts uh, uh, on the on the Cleveland game? Uh, everything that transpired at the end, because uh, you, you've seen a lot of things happen at Heinz Field. Yeah, um, I mean, where where did that rank for you? Yeah, I mean, you couldn't have really written it any better. Um, oddly enough, I did a, cause Betty White rest in peace had passed away. I did a, I did a, a little spoof of the golden girl song and said, thank you for being Ben. Um, <laughs> it's on my Twitter. It's on my Twitter scroll a little bit, but, but it's funny because I said, you would see the biggest gift would be from Najee. And then he had that house call and I was like, Oh, okay. Right. Um, I mean, what a cool moment. I mean, yeah. you know, Ben has been the quarterback for half of my life. Um, and half of that, I pretty much got the uh, pretty much half of that. I got to work with him. 
Um, so it's really weird for me uh, to sort of see that. Um, but I thought he, I mean, I know I wouldn't have been able to control my, my emotions in that way. And I thought he, I thought he did a good job performance wise. Yeah. That's a, that's a whole different yeah. story. Um, <laughs> and I'm sure we'll talk about that, but yeah. um, you know, you know, Tom Brady in new England, and I know he has seven Super Bowls, but Tom mm-hmm. Brady lost his final regular season game. And then the next week he lost to the Titans. So they lost to the, was it the yeah, Dolphins? Dolphins? Was, was it Dolphins and Dolphins? Titans, I think. Yes. Uh, so Tom Brady, yeah. Yeah. so Tom Brady lost his last regular season right. game in New England. And then a week later he lost in the postseason. So at least Ben definitely uh, went out on a winning note in the regular season at Heinz Field. For sure. For if sure. he retires. Uh-oh. What I sense – I. Yeah. I've been on this same thing. I'm I not would. 100% sold I, that he's retiring. I, I he believe should. he should, too. I believe he should, too. But I'm not sold on it. Uh, and that worries me. You think he's going to change his mind and somehow find the fountain of youth and get better? Well, the last two just... years, he's gone. <laughs> I, but you know what? We all know that when you get some time off, time away from the game, your body starts yeah. to feel better. All of a sudden, you think, hey, I can do this again. And, and, and he's and, talked about it. He said, if yeah. you talk to any professional athlete, no matter how old they get, they will tell you, yeah, I can still do it. Yep. And yeah, yep. I think Ben probably could do it for eight games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I think a, a perfect scenario for him would be Tom Brady gets hurt down at Tampa Bay for five or six weeks. Oh, no, don't say that shit. Bruce Arians calls him and now oh. he goes. I, I'm sorry. That's what I could the see. The old happen. cowboy. Yeah, that's you. what I could see. I hate I agree you. with you. I, God, you just well, spoke that into existence. I, uh, I, I want to make just one quick thing, and yeah. this sort of segues into this week, but Tomlin was asked about sort of riding that wave, sort yeah. of like Ben's last Ben's last dance wave. How do you mentally prepare for your last home game ever, your last regular season game ever, and then, oh, oh, we're actually in this thing. And we're going to play the Chiefs on the road. And in my opinion, it looks like Ben has been sort of mentally drained for a couple weeks now. I'm not saying he's checked out because he, he's, I mean, game winning yeah. drives, yep. making th- necessary throws. Yeah. But I just what I listen, I don't know how he's still walking because there's been so many times this season. I don't think he was going to get up, but I'm thinking up here, where is he really at? And yeah, that's a great I, question. I don't Four, know. I mean, fourth quarter Ben this year has been money. Yeah, he well, really has. Um, to, to Ryan's I'm more concerned point, about about the way he starts games than I am the way he finishes them. Yeah. To yeah, Ryan's sure. point, though, I I agree. Like, if you look, like, if you saw pictures of Ben, like before the Cleveland game, like when he was warming up, like he looked depressed. Like it was <laughs> worrisome the look on his face. Like he 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 came out and played okay you know good enough for us to win yeah, but right. um you know it, it was it, it wasn't that sort of locked in warrior mentality that you see in his eyes like there's been games where he's like charged out of the tunnel and you knew he was like like there's no freaking way we're losing this game just by the way he mm-hmm. like his body language when he runs out the tunnel but that game like he he you could see he was wearing his emotions on his face and i mean it you know for his whole career everything he's done i mean like you guys said, 53 game-winning drives, which is second all-time behind Peyton Manning. He's tied with Brady and Breeze. Um, you know, all the fourth-quarter comebacks. I mean, he's had, what, I think five fourth-quarter comebacks, seven game-winning drives this season, which this is the year, most yeah. which is the most he's ever had in a single season in his it's career. Insane. So, like like Ben said, fourth-quarter fourth quarter Roethlisberger has been, mm-hmm. been really good. It's just, like, what's happening for the first three quarters. But, right. it, you know, the, the way I kind of look at it, too, is that – considering, you know, the, the big picture of this season, right? Stefan to never came back. Devin Bush never got back to form after his injury. Um, you know, Minka Fitzpatrick was our leading tackler on defense, which is, I mean, Minka is great. I love him, but you never want yeah. your free safety to be oh, your leading tackler. No. Um, you know, we had no run defense. Our offensive line was non-existent. Like, what and other guys we had that groin epidemic at the beginning of the season we had um you know all all the injuries ben missed a game with covid uh, other joe hayden missed a bunch of time yep. everything that happened 
we still made like, it feels just like a massive accomplishment just to make the playoffs yeah. with everything that happened this season that it kind of feels like we're playing with house money now and it's like you, you forgot the really really difficult crazy. schedule they had this year on they top did have of a really that hard too. schedule you're right it was yeah. ridiculous yeah it was it was the hardest ranked schedule coming yep. into the season um I don't know where they. I don't remember where they finished. The season, I, I don't know. I haven't sat pretty, down and looked at it, but you actually, know, cumulative records of of opponents. You probably yeah, will do that mm-hmm. now. I, I did look it up the other day. Actually, um, <laughs> I think they had like the second or third highest strength of victory of any playoff team. Um, huh? Which, yeah. Um, let me look here. Hold on one second. Yeah, they, uh, they beat the Titans and the Bills. So that's yeah. Ravens double twice. Double-digit wins. Ravens had eight wins. Browns had seven wins. And the the Chiefs, by the way, lost to Buffalo. They lost to the Ravens. And uh, they lost to the Titans. Yeah. They lost to the Titans. They lost to the Chargers. Chargers. And they lost last week, but, you know, whatever. So, um, so, yeah, so of the – of the AFC playoff teams, only the Chiefs had a harder strength of schedule than we did. Oh. Um, hmm. Yeah, okay. so we had the the second highest of the of the playoff teams. Obviously, like um, actually, Baltimore had the second highest in the conference. Um, but you know, some of that is when you lose more games, that it helps your strength right. of schedule yeah. because the yeah. other teams. Yeah, yeah, so it's all kind of backwards. But yeah, you you know what I mean. But yeah, so well, yeah, I mean, we did have a very difficult schedule. So yeah, like my broader point is, we're playing with house money here, right? That yeah. anything that happens is gravy. Yeah, I, and I think that's kind of what Ben was getting at yesterday in his interview. You know, oh, we don't have a chance. We're just going to go have no, fun. He was just being a smartass. Yeah, yeah. You know, he was being just, a smartass. He was right. being sarcastic. And he was just yeah, like, ah, yeah. oh, you know, we don't have any yeah. chance. You guys aren't giving us any chance, so I'm just going to roll with it. Yeah, you're right. We don't have a chance. Yeah, no chance. You know that's what he's doing, and I get it. And and uh, I, I mean, look, uh, if we, if we get beat, then you're going to hear all the same people saying, "I wish we would have lost, so we got a better draft pick." Oh Jesus! Uh, oh my God! Here's, okay, all right. Insane. All right. Here's the thing: you can never you can never win anything if you're not at the dance, right? You always want to be in the dance, even if you lose. Right. You always want to be there. It's better than sitting at home on your couch. Ryan. Ryan? I, I got to say this because it's annoyed me, and I did. I tweeted this as well. I tweeted this as well. Uh-oh. Okay. You don't have to apologize for getting in. It is mm-hmm. remarkable that this team won nine mm-hmm. games, okay? Right. It is. I just, I just can't accept contentment with just making it in because that Uh-oh. is not the Pittsburgh Steelers in any right. way. Absolutely. And then – so to say, and then the chatter has been, well, I don't care what happens this Sunday. We got in. I beg to differ. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is, I mean, if there was ever, if there was ever a game, obviously, but if, you know, if they put together their best performance of the season, a loss is a loss or whatever, but if they win, this would be mm-hmm. like one of the biggest, biggest upsets and probably way bigger than the indie game in 05. So, so I, I do think it, I mean, I'm not trying to down people that are happy yeah. that they made the playoffs, but I just feel that there's a growing sense of contentment because in three of the last four years, the Steelers have had to win in the final week and have helped to get in. Mm-hmm. And that's not that's not any way you want to do business. This team used to be about winning the division first and then winning the Super Bowl, and that hasn't happened in a long time. Yeah, they don't have the talent to do it, and I'll – Oh, being frank, I don't agree. They're not they're not a contender. And and people will argue with me about this defense. I I tell I say all the time, this is this is a below average defense. Well, no, they're not. They've got Minka and they've got Cam and they've got TJ Watt, and TJ Watt's gonna be defensive player of the year. Three guys does not make a defense. No, there are eight other guys out there that they can't cover for. Just look at the stats against the run. I, I mean, they're last in the league yes. in, in, in yards per carry. Wow. 32nd. Look at that. They suck. I'm sorry. Two, uh, 200 yards plus last week. I mean, Latavius Murray. Uh, I it's mean, those runs up the you remember middle. When you, do you remember when nobody ever tried to run on the Steelers? Because wh- well, why would you? That was yeah. pointless. I mean, yeah. why would you do that? I, 
Yeah. No, I know it. Um, <laughs> Historically bad rush defense. Like, yeah, it the has been. most yards ever, even in a 16 game season. Was uh, Ryan? Was that was that your tweet this week? I saw that that talked about how historically bad, but then you mentioned the I think the two thousand six Colts. Yeah. So your... the, the, yeah. So the Steelers are this. The Steelers are one of three teams since the merger to allow twenty four hundred rushing yards yeah. in a season and still make the playoffs. The other two were <laughs> the nineteen the nineteen eighty Vikings. Yeah. The nineteen the nineteen eighty Vikings lost to Philly by like 15 points in the in their opener. Yep. And then oddly enough, the 2006 Colts won the Super going. Bowl. Yep. They won the Super Bowl. They didn't get a bye even though they were nope. 12 and 4. Um, but they had Peyton Manning. Yep. Yeah. And not only did they have Peyton Manning, they had a top 15 uh they had a top 15 rushing attack mm-hmm. and their pass defense was solid. Um so I think yeah, they won at Baltimore that year. Yeah, I, I remember. I yeah, I I could look that up, but their their the running defense was terrible, and then oh, all of a sudden was, they got in the playoffs awful. and they just yeah. shut everybody down. Yeah, you know, I, I'm not suggesting that's going to happen for us this week, but it would be nice. Well, you just never know. I mean, no, maybe two it'll start practicing tomorrow. Probably not. Uh, uh, hey, they, speaking they, of that, yeah, uh, Juju, holy cow, where did that right. come from? Right, yeah. I mean, look, I don't think anybody is under any sort of uh, thought that he will play, but Tomlin's not ruling it out. I know there's some gamesmanship there. Uh, Deontay Johnson was asked. He's like, man, he looks good to go. You know, that kind of stuff. Uh, but, I mean, he can't be in football shape at this I, point. Well, that's a – Ben, what well, – I mean, what would you expect from him? Let, let, let's say all of a sudden on, on Saturday they activate him. I mean, what – what would you expect on Sunday? 15 plays out of the yeah. slot, maybe. Yeah. I mean, which is fine. Right. I, I'm fine with 15 plays from Juju over Cody White. Mm-hmm. But if Juju is active, you can still expect a big dose of Ray Ray McLeod. Yeah. yeah. I All right. I have to if. go on the record here. I will never say anything bad about Ray. I've been dissing Ray Ray McLeod all year. He made that fourth and ten catch or fourth and eight catch. Yeah, he did. And he had the wherewithal and, and to fall his... backwards across the first down yeah, line. And yep. like I will never say anything bad about him again. And, and, and he had his best game ever as a return specialist. Yeah, that he did. Dude, his one up the middle was huge. Yeah, that yeah. dude has also made catches and has gotten rocked. Rocked. And yeah, I yeah. mean that dude has major heart. Yeah. Like I no, I, I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I agree with Ian. I've tr- I've trashed him a bunch, but yeah. I I won't anymore. He's won me over with effort the yeah. past yeah. month. As a return man, he scares the dickens out of me. Uh, you gotta. And, it's like eventually you know, he's gonna break one, right? It's gonna you'd happen. You think? You'd think. But it, I, I I yeah. But no, you're Ian's absolutely right. Uh, you know, mad props to him. He takes tons of hits and and he makes smart plays. And it's just you know on on especially he's on punt return, tiny. he just makes you nervous. Yeah, he's, he's not a big dude. Tiny. No, he was he was smaller than I thought he would be. Uh, he comes out of the huddle and you're like, Jesus, man, that guy's tiny. Whoa. Yeah, not a not a a big dude at all. Um, so hey, we're going into Kansas City. Um, I, I, you know. What what's it gonna take? I I kind of liken it to the old Super Bowl twenty five where you kind of take the ball out of Mahomes' hands, Marty Ball, the way Parcells Giants did to Jim Kelly back then. Yeah. Um, and the problem, of course, with that is is we've had a very um, poor running attack or at least inconsistent running attack, um, and I don't know that we throw the ball consistently enough to keep to keep them off the field either. So, you know, Ian, where where does it start for you in terms of what we got to do this week? Um, honestly, it starts on the defensive line. Um, you know, if you look back to the Super Bowl, Tampa Bay's defensive line was all over Mahomes the entire game and didn't give him time. And, and it wasn't just, I mean, Vita Vea had a fantastic game in that Super mm-hmm. Bowl, mm-hmm. Um, but their outside rushers got pressure and Mahomes just had to chuck up a bunch of bad throws. Um, you know, they'll, both teams in this game will have more players than they had available to them the last time we played them, right? You know, we yep. didn't have Fryermuth, we didn't have Hayden, we didn't have a handful of other guys. The Chiefs, uh, I think both Kelsey have, uh, and Hill. 
and Hill we didn't were, have Watt for a lot of right, the game. We didn't have mm-hmm. Watt for a lot of the game. Mm-hmm. I think both Kelsey and Hill were on the COVID list for the last game, and then uh, Kelsey came off, but Hill was still on. Or so, one no, of them the other way around. Play, other way Hill played, Kelsey, Kelsey didn't play. Did. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they'll have Kelsey back, which is a, a huge part of their offense. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the thing that scares me the most is Rob Spillane in coverage against anyone. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Pr- pr- particularly, you know, Edward Hilaire or Kelsey or any of their running backs or even like, you know, any the, skill position player. Yeah. Yeah. In the like NFL, Brian Pringle or whoever their other receivers are. Um, any Snell. Yeah. 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 Um, so, I mean, I think if you're going to slow Kansas City's offense down, which almost seems like what we have to do, like, we're not going to win. We're not going to win in a shootout, right? We're not going to beat them in a, a 36 35 game, I, right? I would agree. I think our, our only hope is to try and keep it in the 20s um, to, to try or get like a defensive touchdown or a special teams touchdown because that changes everything too. Yep. Um, I think it starts on the defensive line and then it's, it's third downs. It's, Kansas City is one of the best third down offenses in the league, and we're like below average. I think we're like 18th or 20th or somewhere around there in third down conversions. Mm-hmm. Um, defense. So, yeah. So our defense has to get off the field on third down, and our offense has to keep drives going on third down, is, right. is basically what you have to do to have a shot in this game. Is you have to keep drives alive, which keeps Kansas City's offense off the field. And you have to get their offense off the field when you have the opportunity to do so. Yeah. Brian, what, what do you think uh, gives us the best shot? Uh, and uh, it, it's going to, it's going to take a near almost perfect. Like it would, every, everything stars align, ball bounces your way every single time on both sides mm-hmm. of the ball. All, hey, all Mahomes has had a ball. bunch of weird interceptions this year that have bounced off of guys' hands and things like so, that. So, 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 but here, <laughs> ah, so the Steelers are one and seven against a decent to superstar quarterback. And that one win was week one against Josh yeah. Allen. And yeah. I throw that out the window because it's week one. Um, Kirk Cousins beat this team. I know Dalvin Cook did most of the damage, but Kirk Cousins yeah. threw a couple, throw, Kirk Cousins had some nice throws. You did. Joe Burrow. Aaron Rodgers, even Derek Carr. Um, Wait, you know, Ryan, Ryan, what about Lamar Jackson and uh, Baker Mayfield? Aren't you? <laughs> well, um, I said, these, and this is no disrespect. <laughs> this is no disrespect to Lamar Jackson because he's an unbelievable athlete. Stuff, yeah. it's okay. No, no, no. <laughs> Lamar Jackson is an unbelievable athlete. He he needs to work on his throws. But my point being is, I said, decent the superstar. So Eddie, but so. Patrick Mahomes is a superstar, right? Yeah. You have yeah. I, you have to get to him. You have to you have to pressure him. You have to confuse him. And uh, you know, as Ben alluded to earlier, and I and I was thinking of this today in preparation. You know, the Steelers have probably three of the top fifty to sixty defenders in the league with Minka, TJ, and Cam. And I and I'm I'm comfortable saying that. Everybody else on that defense. I'm sorry, and that's no yeah. disrespect to them, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Th- I don't care if it's Joe Schobert, Devin Bush, <laughs> or Robert Spillane. They're not covering Travis Kelsey. That, in my opinion, you're going to have to figure oh. out ways to double team him. Um, but the problem, and this is this scares me, is that last time we played them, the three uh, three guys for them that had the most scrimmage yards were Gore, Daryl Williams, and Pringle. Yep. And now you got Hill, Kelsey, and those guys. Um, You're going to have to get a turnover, maybe a score on defense. It's literally going to take the perfect plan on defense. And then Mm -hmm. we could discuss, we could talk about offense a little bit. But on defense, we got to get a couple turnovers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It has to be. I agree. Yeah. I, you know, I'm going to use the term again, Marty Ball. Uh, thinking mm-hmm. back to the way the Steelers used to play in the nineties and I know everybody hates it, but they yeah. got to run. The Steelers have got to run the ball. Well, they do. They've got to not turn it over. They turned the ball over four times the last time. They yep. cannot do this. I'm sorry. Three times, three times. Yeah. There were negative mm-hmm. three. Mm-hmm. Um, 
They can't turn the ball over. They've got to win that turnover battle. And then they've got to stop the run. They've got to make Mahomes throw, which you you would think, no, yeah. that's that's not what you want. But, yeah, you do. You need to make them one-dimensional. You've got to stop the run so you can expect the, the pass and and react to it. And I agree with what Ryan just said about Kelsey. You've got to find a way to either bracket him or, you know, pull what James Harrison used to do when Kelsey was lined up <laughs> across from him. He, even if he was going out, he wouldn't give him a free release. He'd just be like, boom, boom. Yeah. And it's James boom, Harrison. Boom. You're not getting around that. You're probably going to end up on your ass. So you just you take the hit and then you run around him and it, and it you know it affects the timing of the passing pattern. Yeah, no, it's got to happen. Right. I, I think Joe Schobert has got to has got to shadow him all day long. I don't think he's good enough to cover him, stick with him, mm-hmm. but he's their best option right now, right. without question. Right. As a linebacker, um, uh, if they put him outside, obviously you can use, you know, you can use one of the bigger corners on him, um, but yeah. they're not going to be able to jam him with the line. No, no. Let me uh, real quick just tell everybody about. Uh, our, our good sponsor with uh, the Pigskin Podcast Network. Uh, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets. If your team wins, that's promo code TPPN this wildcard weekend at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 56 um, to 1. Crazy, isn't it? That's uh, insane. So offensively, uh, Ian, I mean, it's not just uh, uh, as simple as here and IJ run and here Ben don't throw, turn the ball over, just complete passes. I mean, what, what do they got to do offensively? I mean, the, the Chiefs started the year pretty bad on defense, but they've mm-hmm. gotten pretty good over, you know, the last – few weeks um what we saw the the last two weeks of the season with cincinnati and denver was players making supreme individual efforts um you know jamar chase for the Bengals. um you know the yards the touchdowns Mm -hmm. all that but i mean some of those were outstanding individual efforts that he caught passes and then was able to slice through the defense for touchdowns and extra yards and all that stuff Chase Claypool can't fall down every time he catches the ball. Deontay Johnson can't run out of bounds every time he catches the ball. That like you, uh, you're gonna need. And I know that you know when you try and get those extra yards, Deontay's had some fumbles. There's been some other things, but like you need guys to get yards after the catch to help Ben. Ben can't throw the ball the entire way down the field. Mm-hmm. You need you need explosive plays, and you need guys to play out of their minds. I, I kind of agree with Ryan. That it's gonna take a perfect game, but like. No, oh, nice job, Mark. Oh, oh, yeah. That's that right. was not perfect. That yeah. that was <laughs> alcohol abuse, is what that was. Well, no, <laughs> you didn't spill your booze, my... really. Eh, just, uh, I, I believe we had a, uh, a a a beer that was caught in the door when I pulled it open, and it snapped the neck of the beer. So. Ooh. We're going to continue this show because the show is much more important than my concrete floor right now. Um, yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry to okay. interrupt. There. Uh, that's continue. that's mostly what I had. We can kick it over to Ben or Ryan for their input. <laughs> what yeah, Ryan, what do they got to do offensively here? Well, <laughs> ideally, and I tweeted this when they last played. It'd be really cool if they could hold the Chiefs to 24 or less. And I, I really do think if you could hold that team to 24, and that would mean that the Steelers would need to score 24 at minimum. 25. 12, 25, but at least to give yourself a chance to right. play an extra uh, and play an extra 10 minutes or whatever give, it is. Now, give fourth quarter been a chance to, to come in and, and win another one. And do you know the only team to not have – a game with 400 total yards this year is the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm going to guess the Pittsburgh the Steelers. Steelers. Yeah. The Steelers have not had one game this year where they recorded 400 yards or more of total offense. And in their last four games, they had 168, 303, 299, and 314. So we're not close. It- <laughs> wow. This, again, so what is you're going saying. to be a hurt. This, was, this is going to take. Again, a perfect, yeah, 
And, 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 you know, and I, all the, and I know it's just Twitter, but all the chatter about, we got to surprise them. Like we did the Colts in 2005. Oh God. We had a top five rushing attack in 2005. And a ben stellar Kinect, defense. Yeah. A, a top five overall D de- I'm sorry. Top two, top, top 10 overall offense and defense, a top yeah. five rushing defense, a top yeah. five rushing offense yeah. and our quarterback could move. Um, yep. <laughs> that being yeah. said, the, the just the chatter of people thinking that all of a sudden this offense is just going to turn that switch on and Matt Canada's going to call all these plays. He called a flea flicker last game when we didn't even try to establish the run. That was so, not good. No. So and getting back to Juju, I doubt he's going to play. I think yeah. he, I honestly think he was probably a little bored. Uh, and I also think it's a little bit of mind games, you know, games yes. ship. Yes. Um, but Juju's last 20 games averages 8.6 yards a catch, which yeah. goes rated right to they throw short of the sticks. Yeah. Ben, if this is your last game, I don't care if his arm falls off. Somebody, yeah. go, somebody go deep, and I don't even care if he throws a pick. But, but if they throw short of the sticks this whole game, it's going to be ugly, and it's going to be it's it's going to be sad. It really yeah. will be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ryan, ben, what do you? What I'm sorry, you can go ahead. Ryan brings up a good point about 24 points. The the Steelers are eight zero and one this year when they hold their opponents under 21 points. So 20 points or fewer, we've not lost a game. Uh, you give up more than 20, 21 or more. And, so what you're uh, saying is, <laughs> if Mason Rudolph hadn't played against the Lions, that wouldn't have been a tie. It would have been if Mason Thank Rudolph hadn't played, we would have been nine and zero. But actually, it wouldn't have changed our playoff position, like our no. seating. We would have right. made the playoffs, but it wouldn't have changed our seating because okay. we still would have been the seventh seed. I, I figured we, we it lost out. to the Raiders. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, while I'm thinking of it, Ben, uh, did did Tomlin did he make a mistake going back to Presley Harvin? Maybe. But let's let's finish up what what the offense needs to yeah, do. Yeah, that's fine. They the the offense has to win on first down and third down. Okay, third down is obvious. You got to convert third downs. You got to keep moving the chains down the field. But they've got to win on first down to give themselves a chance to keep moving the chains. And right. by that, I mean they've got to get at least five yards in every first down. It's that's got to be a thing. That that needs to be a focus for them. Every time they've got to mm-hmm. get at least five because what that does on third down is it typically gives you a very short third down, which is makeable. You know, it may be third and one, and Ben may, ben may throw it down the field like he loves to do. Mm-hmm. Those aren't always converted. But, no, um, no. you know, it it also could put them in some positions where it's second and short past midfield, and Ben will heave it downfield. And those typically work out pretty well. So, you know. Well, and he's, but, he's damn good at getting people to jump, too, and you got to take advantage of those free plays if you can. Absolutely, especially in a really loud stadium like yeah. that one is. Um, Presley Harvin. Uh, you know, I think he just – two things. One, he's being coached to angle the ball, which I'm not sure how great he is at when he's when he's trying to kick toward the sideline, mm-hmm. um, especially when he's had two weeks off and they throw him back in and say, okay, here's what you're going to do. Waitman – is not great at at angling the ball. He's not good at getting the roll on the ball. Mm-hmm. He's not good at downing it inside the 10, 15 yard line. He's not that guy. What he has is a big leg. He can kick it high and far. Um, so, you know, it's kind of a pick your poison deal. Um, I think overall, Harvin's probably a more talented punter. That being said, and he's a good holder. That was the thing yeah. that made me nervous this last week is he hadn't – it wasn't right. his punting. I didn't expect his punting right. to be on. He hadn't played in a couple of weeks. I didn't expect him to be on. Mm-hmm. What I was concerned about was that he was going to come in and not be a great holder and that Boz was going to miss. Thank goodness that didn't happen. Oh, I thought about it. On the you and I both. Yep, I thought about it. I was it. nervous every time they lined up. Well, for sure, Yeah. Uh, so Ryan, with the uh, Steelers playing uh, Sunday night, what what does uh, the itinerary look like for the Steelers over the weekend? They they typically fly in the day before. Are they going to continue that type of thing? 
Yeah, it's actually the last Steelers playoff victory at KC. I remember that game. That was my second to last game. Uh, unbelievable atmosphere. Um, and if you remember, that game was uh, early afternoon kickoff that got postponed to Sunday night. Yes. Because there was an ice storm. That's right. So we actually, our travel wasn't impacted. We flew out that 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 Saturday. We got mm-hmm. in before anything happened. It ended up being that it wasn't bad. Um, I still think the Steelers do the same. Mm-hmm. I, I, have, I haven't been on that team playing in five years, but I still think they right. do the same. They, they'll, they'll fly out. Um I, and uh, again, I know, I know, I never played, but the just the wait, the waiting game all day was just always awful. And even though there was football imagine. on, yeah. even though there was football on, but it was just like, oh, it'd be like, what time is it? It's like oh, it's only ten thirty. <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh, it's one. And like it just so like I, I think that you know I talked about the mental aspect of it earlier with you know Ben sort of riding that yep. wave. Yep. You know, when you're an away team on those, and that's the other thing, the Steelers are really good in prime time, and and that that's credit to Tomlin and 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 leaders on that team. But you know, it, it sometimes it's hard to to stay focused. But these guys are professionals, and uh, you know, I, you know, the, everything that they're doing this week, everything that they're saying, it all has a purpose. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Now, now, will they do uh, having a night game on the road, meaning they're in the hotel? Will Will they do like a walkthrough anywhere in the hotel, that kind of thing? Meetings? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was usually. Uh, it was. Uh, it was a mock game uh, that Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Then we would fly that night. We'd have meetings and whatnot, and then depending on um, what time the game was, there might have been a morning walkthrough or something gotcha. like that. Uh, yeah. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. I, I kind of have a ballpark idea on these things, but every once in a while they, they throw yeah. you a, 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 a loop there. Yeah. One last thing. If, and I know Najee's supposed to practice tomorrow, but if he can't go, there's no chance. I mean, <laughs> and, 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 and like, and I don't necessarily know if he's not good. I don't know if they would risk something long-term right. by putting him in. I really don't. And I hope he plays and I, I hope he is, but he, he needs to play for that. That's, that's a big, uh, that's a big piece. Yeah. I, I, I would agree. Um, I don't even think it's a question, at least in my mind. Yeah. Um, Ian, what, uh, before we wrap things up here, what, what was your thought of uh, Joe Haig getting the start at left tackle? We, we kind of had that wrong. We didn't see that coming. Yeah. Um, I mean, Chooks was a disaster at left tackle in the preseason, so mm-hmm, I kind of mm-hmm. don't blame them. And you know, we've and talked Chukes a lot was a disaster on disaster for, for the handful of plays that Moore went out this year, regular season. I think it was yes. four snaps. Yeah. yeah. Um. And, and you know, we we've talked a bit on this show about how you know Joe Haig is not great. He's not going to light the world on fire, but he's kind of just like steady and okay. And, you know, for a a backup swing tackle, he's all right and can give you some snaps. And, you know, I I think they gave up some pressure, but I thought he acquitted himself relatively well, better than Haig played better than Chooks did. And I think the other thing was, you know, Chooks hasn't been real good on the right side either, but you know, when you start shuffling guys around on the line, then you're you're playing next to somebody new. You got to work out that communication. Like it right. just it. Then you're messing up two positions, right? You're moving. You're putting a new right tackle that has to talk to the right guard, and you're having a new left tackle that has to talk to the left guard versus just sticking in a new left tackle and only get you know kind of having mm-hmm. to work out that one side. So yeah. I think it was probably the right decision in retrospect, but it did surprise us. I think we all expected yeah. Banner oh, yeah. to get the start at right tackle. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Ben, what? Any theories on Banner? I, I, I thought theory? for sure he was gonna. I, I mean, I thought for sure he was gonna see some PT on uh, uh, Sunday, and it did not happen. It, my theory is that the guy we saw play against the Giants last year is first is who yeah. Banner is. I don't think it's real complicated. I think they're just basically saying he's not good enough to overtake Shuksakora for who's not a good right tackle. Right. Right. Yeah. That's that, but they signed him. That's what's weird. Yeah. They they signed him to a deal that pays him a little over $4 million a year. And he's played four snaps on offense. 
So what was what was the motivation to sign him to that deal and not use Obviously him? they thought he was going they to thought, be right. better than he has been. And 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 may and you know you know maybe maybe it is injury, right? And and I don't maybe. necessarily if I, I don't necessarily know if I want to see well, where it's going to happen, but you know maybe Devin Bush will be better next year, you know, having more time to to sort please, of please baby know, Jesus please you yeah. know but maybe but maybe maybe banners in the in the same in this yeah. you know sort of in the same boat uh but yeah I, that is very strange That's but strange. yeah kudos to kudos to you know Haas and saucer that's my yinzer actually that's the sauce like leg glue like these guys you know leg like, glue leg glue, glue and that you know like I, 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 I call him Haas and Saucer. Haas and Saucer, you know, LeGlue, you know, Dan Moore Jr. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, even Haig, like, you know, it hasn't been pretty most of the season. Um, but, you know, they won when they needed to, yep. and they're here. They, yeah. they are. They are here and uh, enjoy it. That's the best thing I can tell everybody. And, and uh, root, root your ass off. And Ian. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say that's, the, you know, I, I was thinking a lot during that, the end of that Chargers Raiders game that, you know, as it got closer and closer to the end, especially after the Chargers kicked the field goal and it was, you know, tied at 32 and we've got four minutes left in overtime. I was mm-hmm. like, oh shit, this is going to, freaking end in a tie and we're going to be out and i was like you know people are going to bitch about it but i was like hey if we're out we lost head to head to both of these teams yep so yep. right do we really have a complaint and also nope. <laughs> if if we're out and this was the thought going through my head i almost hate to admit this but if we're out that was a hell of an ending to ben's career to beat the browns and the ravens back to back the last two games like great point I yep. wanted to see him get a playoff game so bad. That was the most stressed I've ever been watching a non-Steelers game. Mm-hmm. But I, and I, I wanted to see him in the playoffs so bad, but I was like, you know, the thought did go through my head that if this is it, that's a heck of an ending to his career. So yeah. I, I hope he can just go out and acquit himself well. But if this is the end for Ben, I, I hope he can go out, you know, and, and not have a, a horrendous performance. I want to see him go out and, and acquit himself well. Did you guys watch Drew Brees last game last year? It was it was pretty yes, bad. It was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. I was like, Taysom Hill can't play quarterback. You should have started him. Yeah. No, he, he was he was pretty bad. Uh, Although Brees had what a shoulder injury. He couldn't really throw the ball down the field. Yeah, that, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Uh well, let's uh let's get it around to prediction time. Uh oh. Prediction time means uh, give us a score, give us a winner, and uh, obviously we can figure out the loser. Uh, I uh, Ryan, I'm going to give it to you first. You're the guest, so uh, <laughs> what do you got, man? What do you got? Uh, I I'm going to go with my gut. Yep, and I'm going to say that whatever points the Steelers score, the Chiefs will double it. So I'm going with I'm going with. 34-16 Chiefs. Okay. Oh, all right. Got it. And that, Got and it. they cover. That's a cover as well. That's a cover. That's a cover, baby. Uh, Ian. Oh, man. Sorry. No, no. I, no, that's fine. That's what we're here for. We're I, here for uh, realistic takes. Hey, Steelers know. Nation, there is a dark part of Steelers Twitter that I do not want to ever go down again. No, so I, I want to preface that by saying I'm going with my gut. Yeah, no, it's – I think – you know this 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 whole week has reminded me of like a mighty ducks movie right that like the first mighty ducks movie a they were like ducks you know movie. listen to me okay hold on the the first mighty ducks movie when they're all like schmuck kids playing as district 5 there there's that scene where they have to like pull the goalie at the end of the regular season cuz they're like a tie doesn't help us we need a win so like this, you know, you, you the tie didn't help us with the the Raiders and the Chargers. Right, we needed right. a, somebody to win. Didn't matter who. Anybody had to win that game. Um, and then they somehow like got in the playoffs and and won because it was Disney and whatever. But um, 
because it was disney because it was disney right and you know gordon bombay's whole thing was like let's just go out and have fun guys and then ben comes out this week and he's like yeah we're probably gonna lose let's just go have fun you know but uh (laughs) this is this is real life this is not a disney movie unfortunately (laughs) so i'm gonna say i think it'll be i think it'll be closer but i don't think i don't think we're good enough to I mean, fourth quarter Ben, yes, but also like fourth quarter Mahomes is pretty damn good too. Yeah. Um, so, you know, this, I don't want to say it's whoever has the ball last will win. My, my gut feeling is kind of like almost like that game a few years ago in Pittsburgh where we were down by two scores and scored a late touchdown to make it look closer than it actually was, but it wasn't really that close of a game. Um, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say Chiefs. 31 Steelers 24. Okay. Huh? 31 24. All right. Yeah. All right. And Ben, who I believe is wearing his Cleveland Never Rocked shirt. As a matter of fact, I am. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thought that's what it was. Love it. Love it. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to give a long, flowery speech about this. I, uh, I, I don't think the Steelers are going to win. I don't think the chiefs are going to cover um i think we're looking at something like 30 to 21 kansas city um i've been to a game in kansas city it's incredible especially for an outdoor stadium how loud that thing is um it's insane uh and it's going to be rocking and unless by some miracle the Steelers can take the wind out of that crowd. They're going to have to contend with that. Yep. You know, on top of a very good team. And it ain't easy, man. I'm just I'm just telling no. you. It, it gives the Chiefs a home field advantage. Um so yeah, I I just don't I don't see this one going our way. Um absent uh, you know, a, a defensive score or a uh a special team score or both. Something like that. Right. Something like that would take the wind out of their sails, for sure. But that doesn't happen very often. Uh, well, I'm going to do two things. First of all, I'm just going to say I, I think it'll be uh, 30-23 Chiefs. Um, I'm just going to go with that. I, I I don't know if they tack one on late. We tack one on late. doesn't matter. 30-23. And, uh, Ryan, the other question I had for you is, uh, does Danny Smith chew gum – uh, like when he's not in the games, the way he does yeah. during games, I've always That's wondered a good that. Question. I've always wondered yeah. that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, it is definitely, it is definitely um, amplified on a practice yeah. field, <laughs> yeah, or in a stadium. Um, but yes, that is yes. Oh, so it's is- he he like he so. Danny Smith, if I don't know if you've ever, I've ever said this, but Danny Smith uh, grew up with my dad uh, on the oh. same street. Yeah, they. I've, so I I've known Danny Smith my whole life, and unbelievable. And Danny Danny's from Pittsburgh, but he uh, he sort of talks with a Southern accent, um, yeah. and that's because he used to coach at Georgia Tech with Bobby Ross, so he's got that like Southern draw or whatever. Anyway, okay. but I've known Danny I've known Danny Smith my whole life, so um, he used to send me like. He'd send me, you know, autographs, wide receivers, gloves. He's the best. Anyway, so he's a Pittsburgh guy, but he yeah. doesn't act like a Pittsburgh guy. He's always at like Myrtle Beach. He vacations at Myrtle Beach. He's like, you know, he's like, it's like he's sort of like playing a part, but he does <laughs> chew the he does chew the gum. He would like, I'd come in in the morning, you know, and I'd come in in the morning, and there'd be like like a two buckets underneath my desk, and, and he'd be like. Yeah, he, and I would go over and thank him. And but anytime, anytime I was on the practice field or even during the game, yeah. I'd be like, Danny, I'd be like, Danny, you got me? And he'd be like, he'd be like, here, man, it's good for your jaw. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, like, it's, oh, and like, I mean, I mean like, I, I, I mean, I used, I, I used to probably have six pieces in my mouth at once. What, like, what, what it, does I he mean, chew? Danny, is, it, is it like double bubble? It's double, double bubble. Yeah, double bubble. Yep. Yeah, and the pink stuff too. They have yep, like the flavor yep. stuff, just the pink stuff. Oh yeah, I mean, but like this dude, this dude was like Wonka. He had like unlimited <laughs> amount of gum in his. Like it was unbelievable. Like I, I'm not even kidding you. Like I mean, I mean, literally, he'd be like, "Hey, it's good for your jaw." Like I come back to him ten minutes later, he'd have like thirty more pieces. He's the daddy's the best, and and that's great. 
Dialed one up in Buffalo. Dialed one up against the Chargers. Who That's knows? Right. Who knows? You never know. We need one, Danny. Hey, we uh, need one bad. We need one bad. We need one really bad. Yeah. Uh, that's going to do it for uh, the SCB Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. Make sure you check out the site at steelcityblitz.com, plus all of our socials on Facebook, Instagram, and at SC Blitz on the Twitters. Uh, Ryan, thanks so much for joining us tonight. I know we will do it again. And uh, hey, you know what? Anything can happen, as they say in pro football, any given I would love Sunday. to be wrong. I would I, love to be wrong. You got that right. Same. You Same. got it. Same. You got it. And, hey, go Steelers. And, hey, Ravens suck, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Last place Ravens. <laughs>